Welcome to today's episode of Energetically Aligned Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Reiki Master, energy coach, and fellow spiritual mama, Ashley Anderson. In today's episode, I'm so excited to introduce you guys to my very first podcast guest speaker, Tina Eckenberg. She's a certified life and self-care coach whose passion is to help women release their emotional baggage and direct their energies towards efforts to heal and regain strength, freedom, and happiness. Her unique approach to healing, the energy alignment technique, is an alternative method that deviates from conventional medicine or talk therapy and instead encourages individuals to nurture positive energy for healing to take place. So, grab your favorite drink, plug in those earpods, and let's get this party started. All right, so here we go. All right, hello and welcome, sunshines. I am so excited to share today's episode with you. To, with you. So before we dive into all the yummy parts, I thought it would be really fun to get to know Tina through some icebreaker questions. Are you open to that? Yes. Okay, awesome. So first one, what would be your top three favorite things? Christmas, okay. camping, and the beach. Ooh, I love camping. I love the beach. I don't know if I share the same feeling about Christmas. <laughs> That's really cool though. Yeah, I love Christmas. I've got a Christmas tattoo of a Christmas tree and Santa going going over the the top. This was my 40th birthday present. Oh, that's really cool. The only thing I wish was that they had like glow in the dark tattoo paint so that you could see the lights at night. That would be, that that would have like made it even cooler. Oh, that would have been way cool. That's really cool. I don't have any tattoos. (laughs) I'm so, it's insane. Yeah. I, I, that's a thought I've created somewhere in there, but needle comes near me and I'm out. (laughs) If you remember the pain from labor, tattoos will be nothing. Okay. So I've heard, (laughs) (laughs) I haven't done it yet. (laughs) My best friend keeps trying to convince me every, you know, so often (laughs) we'll get there. All Mm -hmm. right. Question number two, what is your favorite self-care activity? Oh, it's a toss up between journaling and meditation. Ooh, those are two. Um, I do, I, yeah, I do both every day. Um, but there's a lot of different, I mean, it's, it's hard because I like, I like just sitting outside or sitting on the beach. Um, but it's real easy for me to get into a meditative state, regardless of where I'm sitting. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Those are probably two of my non-negotiables every day. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, All right. Last one, book or movie? Movie. (laughs) Movie. I have been reading more books lately, um, but I was never a book reader before. Um, I just didn't have the attention span for it. Like I wouldn't remember what I was reading. Um, I still, I just, I love a good movie. Yeah, absolutely. I like good movies too, but I am a book fiend. I love books. I think they're amazing. Um, yeah, books are, books are fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you for sharing those with me. So I would love to share with, um, 
with everybody how you came into energy work. I'd really, and how you came into where you are at now and um, what you kind of do and all that good stuff. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so long, I mean, it's a fairly long story, but um, I grew up in a home with um, parents who were emotionally unavailable. My mom is bipolar um, and my dad is very quiet. So neither one of them had the tools to teach us kids how to process our emotions. Right. So beginning from a really early age, um, I would stuff my emotions down. And I think a lot of people are taught that as kids because they're taught, you know, stop crying. What are you crying for? What are you doing that for? You know, you stop being so mad or stop being dramatic. Um, we learn at an early age to stuff our, our feelings down because our parents, and, and I did this with my kids, you expect them to know how to do it. It's just because, because you think you know how to do it, you almost expect your children to know how to do it as soon as they can start talking and walking. Yeah, that's so true. Um, yeah, so I grew up in a home where there wasn't anything, we talked about emotions, but it wasn't how to process them, how to deal with them. It was just, look, I'm feeling this way, I'm feeling that way. And most of it came from my mom because she was always up and down. Right. And I just stuffed them all down, kept stuffing them down. And probably around age 23 was the first time I realized that something just didn't feel right. So I took the traditional routes because those were the only tools I had in my toolbox at the time, went and got on medication and went to talk therapy. And while the medication helped, it kind of numbed all of my feelings. Like I, it, I couldn't feel like really happy and really joyful, but I also didn't feel sad and angry. Um, so it, in a sense, it worked because the bad feelings were gone, but I didn't realize at the time that I wasn't feeling the good feelings either. I was just kind of monotone. And of course, once I started feeling better, I take myself off the medication, you know, another three months later, I be right back to where I was. And that was just a roller coaster off and on for 20 years. And in 2018, um, life looked perfect. My husband and I have three children. We've been married for um, a little, almost 26 years. Um, it's kind of funny how we met. He hired me. Um, he was my photographic supervisor for Olin Mills. Um, we met in June of 95, got pregnant in November and got married the following October. And we've been together ever since. Um, Sorry. and he's my best friend. Um, I share everything with him. Um, we love spending time together. Um, you know, if I want to, if something happens, he's the first one I want to tell. Right. And so all three of our kids had graduated high school. And we were becoming empty nesters. And we got this amazing opportunity to buy our forever home on the Chesapeake Bay, two minute walk from the beach. And we jumped at it. We right. sold our townhouse. We bought this house and it was wonderful. We, you know, we were, we were just building 
re- getting to know each other again, just the two of us. Right. Um, moved into a community with my best friend. Um, all of her friends and family really took us in and, and it, they've just become a really big part of our lives. But inside I was still struggling. Right. And I would, I would just go through the motions of the day. Um, you know, I didn't take very good care of myself. I gained weight. Um, I would drive home and I would think, gosh, what if I hit a telephone pole, I could have a couple days off of work and just relax. And it was at that point that I asked work if I could start working from, from home a couple days a week because my depression had gotten so bad that I was diagnosed with hypersomnia. And hypersomnia is excessive daytime sleepiness. Yeah. Basically they don't know what's causing it, but you get so tired that you just, it's really hard to function. I don't fall asleep everywhere. Um, I couldn't fall asleep, you know, at work or just watching TV, but I would just be exhausted. Yeah. And so I started working from home a couple days a week. Didn't help. So I was like, okay, something, something's got to give. I got to, I got to look back into getting, getting right. So I, again, went the traditional routes, called a doctor and this was right as COVID hit. So everything was virtual. So virtual appointment to get medication, virtual appointment with a therapist, you know, and I'm talking to the doctor and he's like, you know, you probably just have a chemical imbalance. Um, So we'll try this medication and see how that does. And I now think back and go, okay, so if it's a chemical imbalance, why didn't you run any blood tests? Like, how do you know what medication I should be on if it's a chemical imbalance? Um, And I was like, okay, so took the medication, six, eight weeks goes by, I'm going to therapy every week. She's giving me tools to deal with um, current stuff that's coming up. But no matter how much we talked about what was causing the depression or what was causing the anxiety, we couldn't get to the root of it because honestly, I didn't know. Right. I didn't know for sure what was, I thought I knew. And then we'd talk about it, but then I wouldn't feel better. Right. So appointment came around, told the doctor that I didn't think the medication was working very well. And he's like, okay, well, why don't we increase it? And it was at that point, I was like, I I don't want to go through this again, because I'd gone through years of, you know, different supplements and other medications, trying to figure out why I was so tired and um, no one could ever figure out why. So I said, there's got to be something else out there that is more natural, that doesn't require me to have to take a pharmaceutical. And I'm not against pharmaceuticals. It just wasn't for me. Right. So I did a Google search for um, emotional healing, natural emotional healing. And I did not want to take a pill, supplement, natural, whatever. I did not want to take a pill. Um, And that's when I found the emotion code. Um, The emotion code is a technique of tapping into your subconscious through muscle testing and finding these trapped emotions that you've trapped within your energy and releasing them. And I was like, okay, can this really work? Yeah. Right. (laughs) 
I've been there. I was like, I was like, can this, you know, can this really work? Uh, so I just, I dove into, I bought the book. I dove into YouTube videos and listening to all these people who were saying that, you know, by releasing these trapped emotions, they were able to heal from their anxiety. They were able to heal from their depression or they were able to heal their cancer or whatever. I was like, okay. So I listened to enough that I thought I'm going to give this a try. Yeah. So I started learning how to muscle test and I first learned, learned it by using the pendulum. Um, because that was, I couldn't get, I couldn't get the hand thing to work. It was, it was extremely frustrating for me because I'm like, I I know I can do this. If I set my mind to something, I know I can do it. Right. Um, but I started with the pendulum and practice with, um, with my fingers, just practicing muscle testing. And I began clearing my heart wall. Now a heart wall is a built up a buildup of trapped emotions around your heart, like a brick wall. And you can imagine it this way, that if you've got this butterfly of love in your heart and you want to send it to the person across the room, right? Maybe you're single and you see someone across the room and you want to make eyes at them. You want to let them know that, you know, you have an interest in them. So you start sending these vibrations over to them, but you have a heart wall. Yeah. And that heart, that, that butterfly of love has to try to get through that wall of emotions. So it finds a little hole and it starts to break through and it takes a little bit of the grout out and it, it tears a wing or it might bend an antenna. Um, but it finally gets through the wall and it flutters over to the guy across the room, but he has a heart wall. So now this butterfly has to get through his heart wall. So the butterfly finds a little hole and it starts to go through and takes a little bit of grout out and, and finally gets through. But by the time it gets, gets to him, maybe it only has one wing and one leg and you know it's kind of demolished. So he's not gonna feel that vibration that you wanna send out because you've got all this other stuff blocking it and he's right. got stuff blocking it. So it's gonna be really hard for it to go through. So I got my heart wall down and the next morning I woke up and it was the most euphoric feeling I had ever felt. And I was, I was like, I, I, I don't know what this is that I'm feeling. Like I was relaxed. My back didn't hurt. My shoulders didn't hurt. I was calm. I was relaxed and I had to muscle test to see what I was feeling. Yeah. And it was joy. Oh, that's so cool. And I, and I had never felt joy before. Yeah. And it was just like, it was such a, um, what's the word? Um, so just such a shift, abnormal, yeah. abnormal feeling. And that's when I knew that I wanted, I wanted to know more right. so that I could put my depression into remission without medication once and for all. It's amazing. So I just kept working. I, I went ahead and I purchased the certification um, for the emotion code. At this point, I still had no, um, no intention of making this a business. This was just for me to learn. 
because right. I just wanted to, I wanted to know it all. Um, and then I started studying the body code, which is the second layer to the emotion code. And it goes into different energies. It goes into your, um, your body systems. It goes into your chakras and toxins and pathogens. And within four months of using just those two modalities, I was able to put my anxiety depression 80% into remission. That's so awesome. Within four months. That's so awesome. <laughs> and that was, that was while I was learning. That right. was while I was still, still practicing muscle testing. Um, and I worked with other practitioners too, to do sessions. Um, because you can only heal about 80% of your own, your own stuff. Yeah. Um, because your subconscious won't allow you to clear everything on your own. Right. Yeah. I see. I think sometimes too, like, I know that there's certain things like I've experienced with Reiki where I've almost needed to have another Reiki healer do it for me. And I get better yeah. results just because it seems like it's almost like I'm blocking myself. You know, it's like, Hey, no, you're not quite there yet. <laughs> you <know>? Right. <laughs> so right. I get that. And I think that's so amazing that you were able to find an alternative that felt good to you to overcome that depression. I mean, I I'm depression's an old friend of mine as well. And, you know, mm -hmm. I use energy work to heal that, you know, in my own way and time, but that's really like, I was in this, um, interview with this other, these two other ladies that were, um, that I'll be coming on the podcast, um, in next month, April. And they were like, it's like Pringles. Once you pop it, you just can't stop it. And I feel like that's the way it's right. been. Exactly. Like, once you get that taste of it, you're like, oh my gosh, I want to learn more. I have to learn more. I want, you know, like I see yep. this helping me. And, and that's, you know, that's kind of how I got started out too, was like, I did it for myself, saw how much it was changing my life. And then I was like, I want to know more. I need to mm -hmm. know more. I want to incorporate it all. I want to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sprinkles. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's, you know, my, my, uh, a couple of my friends who are, um, uh, practitioners as well. We kid that our healing is like a CVS receipt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's never ending. <laughs> it's never ending. It's never um, ending. <laughs> and I don't want to, I don't want to say that to, to, um, you know, scare people away right. from, from healing, but it really is because humans have been in this, this world um, for so long that you have a lot of ancestral stuff that mm -hmm. continually comes up that you have to clear. And then if you've had it, your own traumatic life, you have all that stuff as well. Yeah. So it's, a, and, and it works for everything. Energy work works for everything. Um, you know, mental illnesses, physical, medical, um, spiritual, it, it, it works really for everything. Um, but once I, once I felt like I had mastered the body code, that's when I decided to, to take it as a business and, and learn more of other, other things that I could incorporate into the body code. Um, but to get my depression, anxiety into 100% remission, I had to start doing the conscious work. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you can't just, 
at this point now, I feel that you can't just do the conscious work and you can't just do the energetic work. You have to do both. Yeah, absolutely. I'm 100% with you on that one. (laughs) Yeah. So that's when I, that's when I incorporated, um, the, the self-care I hired our spiritual success coach who taught me about meditation and a little bit about crystals and law of attraction and all this other stuff. Um, and so I started meditating, I started journaling, and then I started finding all these books like the four agreements and the, yeah. um, Pono Pono prayer, um, and putting into practice gratitude and just being thankful for what I have right now. Absolutely. And all of that changed and put my depression into remission 100%. Yeah. Um, and those are all of my, you know, like you said before, your, your non-negotiables like those, I will never stop putting myself first anymore. Right. Absolutely. And, and I know some people think that's selfish, right? But self-care is not being selfish. Sorry about that. It's okay. Um, self-care is not, is not being selfish because if you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of anybody else. Right. Absolutely. Well, and that's, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's probably been one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in my life. You know, I grew up a people pleaser. That's how I was raised to Mm -hmm. please everybody, you know, to, to please. And then like, it carried on into my adult life so much so that I couldn't even figure out if I wanted to go to college, if I worked like, you know, it, it just, it created this big thing. And then, you know, as I got older and everything, I saw it more and more. And then I saw it even more when I had kids and, you know, with the husband and, you know, and at some point, like you just, it just that, I mean, that was when that was probably one of my breaking points was just like, how can I keep going when I don't feel like I have anything else left to give? Like I have nothing else left to give, you know? And realizing that it starts with, within ourselves, you know, if we're not taking care of ourselves, how can we take care of the others, you know, that need us to, you know, how can you be the energy healer if you're not taking care of your energy first, you know? And yeah. And even like, I was having a conversation with a lady this morning about how, like, it's so important to even model that for your children, you know, Mm -hmm. too, you know, and show them, you know, like, Hey, it's okay. You know, and I even see it with my husband as well. You know, he grew up when, you know, people pleasing too, you know, not really knowing that it was okay for him to, to take care of himself first. And by me showing him that, Hey, I'm doing this and putting that boundary in place. He was also able to be like, Oh, I can do this as well. You know, like Mm -hmm. I need to do this as well, you know? And then that makes a happier, you know, dynamic in the world, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it makes your relationship better. Absolutely. 110%. It really, it really does when when you allow, (laughs) right. (laughs) Say when you, when you, um, when you not allow, not give permission, but, but when you tell your partner or your spouse, look, I need you to take care of you. Yeah. And then you can take care of me. Yep. You know, it's, it's, it, it really, it just really makes a huge difference because <laughs> then you're also talking to each other. Yeah. You're, you know, you're using your words with each other yeah. and that's self-care in itself is just, is just open communication. 
right? Well, it's establishing a connection, which is like the number one thing that most human humans desire is connection, mm-hmm. not just with themselves, but with others, you know? Right. And, and when you, you have, you're able to clearly, you know, communicate like, Hey, this is, this is what I need. This is what I need to take care of. You know, it, it it's almost like you're giving them permission, not that they need your permission, but giving right. them permission. Right. do this too. take care of you because you're big right. boy now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, I think we, I think we both grew up in a, in a, in an era where, um, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. <laughs> I just went, um, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It might come back. It might You're come back. Talking about an era, like you both grew up in an era. Just where, just where, um, just where we always put, put others first. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I think that anybody who grew up in the seventies, eighties, maybe even the nineties, um, we, we are people pleasers. Oh, it, that's where I was going. We look for outside, outside validation, outside fix me. Yeah. Um, when fixing you cannot come from outside it has to come and it sounds you know woo woo and corny but it does have to come from you it has you have to voice what your needs are you have to and if you don't know what your needs are then you go and talk to somebody to help help you figure out what your needs are right you know that's where the outside helps you come in the outside validation of, of what your needs are Yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree with that 110%, you know, it's all, it comes from within, you know, and that's, Mm -hmm. that's something I've learned and you've experienced, you know, no, anytime I, you know, and anytime I've really looked for outside, it's never, ever worked out really in my favor. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it's better to, you know, let's go from the inside here. What's going on inside, (laughs) you know? Right. And that's, and it's, it's good too, to even connect with yourself on that level and see what's happening with the inside. You're willing to connect with a friend to see what they're feeling on inside. Why wouldn't you reach out and connect with yourself to feel like what's mm-hmm. inside? So, right. yeah, absolutely. I think that's so cool. I, I am a huge fan of energy work. So, um, I'm, I mean, I was honest with you when we first started yep. chatted, I was like, I haven't read the emotional code. <laughs> <I'm so sorry. laughs> But um, now it's on my <laughs> list. It's it's on my Amazon. So like it's in my shopping cart. So hopefully it'll get good. Here. <laughs> good. There's a there's a great movie too on um, Prime called Emotion Emotion 2.0. Ooh. Uh, and they talk a little bit about the emotion code in that. Um, but it's a whole energy, you know, energy healing. Like what is energy and how does it equate to to how we're feeling? It's, right. a, it's a really good movie. Oh, I'm going to have to check that one out. I always look for that kind of stuff on Amazon or Netflix or something, you know, I'm, I'm not a yeah. big TV fan. <laughs> I, <laughs> no. I usually have my nose stuck in a book of some kind. So, but, um, <laughs> or, yeah, or I'm outside. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I've just lost my train of thought too. <laughs> Must be going around. <clears throat> um, I'm interested into like, like how, how does it kind of work? You know what I mean? Like 
you said you you do use the pendulum for the energy um, well, or for the yeah it's what I started I now use my fingers um okay. so I use the ring to ring method which is putting your fingers your index finger and your thumb together on both hands and you link them together okay and if I get in I use my if I'm testing for myself um I'll ask like okay so my name is Tina so I get a yes so it locks and if I say my, if I say that my name is Ashley, it says no, because my name's not Ashley. My name's Tina. Yeah. Um, I'm 45. No, I'm 46. No, I'm 45. That's so awesome. your subconscious knows everything about you that you have ever gone through in any lifetime, any timeline, any reality. Um, so when I work with clients, I connect to their energy through intention because we're all connected on an energetic level. Absolutely. So I could connect with you. If that's okay. Sure. So, okay. So let me pull up, let me pull up my chart real quick and we'll release um, three trapped emotions that would best benefit you the most. Um, and you can tell me if they make sense, if they don't make sense. Um, how old are you? I am 34. I had to think about that for a minute. <laughs> I'm like, wait, how right, old so, am I? <laughs> so sometimes we have to know um, the age in which the emotion was trapped in order to release it. Okay. Um, when first learning the emotion code, you learn to release it by um, swiping your governing meridian, uh, which is at the um, bridge of your nose all the way back. So you just, you just swipe back. Um, I've gotten to the point where I just do it with my intention. Um, I do a little snap. Um, I don't have to snap. Um, it's just, I think it helps my clients to know that, that something's happened. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's so cool. All right. So I'm going to connect, I'm going to connect with your energy. Okay. I should open myself. Am I connected to Ashley? Yes. Is Ashley protected? Good shielding. <laughs> so you're protected. So good shielding. Um, all right. Am I protected? Yes, I'm protected as well. So we're not going to absorb each other's energies. Um, because we, you know, negative stuff we don't want to absorb. Positive always goes through the shields, but negative we want to keep away. Okay. All right. So what is the first trapped emotion that would give Ashley the most impactful benefit to clear? Is it in column A, column B? odd, even to failure, helplessness, hopelessness, lack of control. So lack of control is the first one. And I use the emotion code chart, which is six rows and two columns of 60 different emotions that um, Dr. Bradley Nelson put together that makes it easy. Um, and through muscle testing, it's very quick. I just have to ask which column, which row, which word. Right. All right. So do we need to know more about this lack of control? We don't. Uh, well, at what age is this Ashley's? It is. So let's see, what age did she acquire this? Was this over age 20, over 30? At 30, 31, 32, 33, 34. So this was just recent. Yeah. So can we clear that? We can. So we're just gonna clear, cleanse and release. Lack of control. We're gonna send that away with love and gratitude because for some reason you felt you needed to hold on to that trapped emotion for some kind of protection. 
Um, so we're always going to give gratitude for what we've gone through. So we're going to love the emotion. We're going to have be grateful for it. And then we're going to send it off as a transmute into positive energy. I don't just like sending it away because I don't want it to attach to anybody else. Right. So is that lack of control cleared? It is. Okay. So what else can we clear that would give her the most impactful benefit? Column A, odd, even, two, four, anger, bitterness, guilt. So guilt is the next one. Okay, do we need to know more? We do. Is this Ashley's? No. Is it inherited? Yes. Did she inherit this from her mother, from her father? Did he get it from his mother, from his father? Did he get it from his mother, from his father? So this came from your grandfather. Did she pass this on to any of her children? You did. Um, you have a son and a daughter? I do. Okay, did she pass this on to her two sons? Yeah, stepson. Did she pass this on to one of her sons? No, on to her daughter, yes. So now you would not have passed it on to your stepson. Okay. Because you're not, you're he's not your biological, right? Oh, that's but you did pass this on to your daughter. So can we clear that? Yep. So we're going to clear that inherited guilt. And when we clear that, it clears from her, it also clears from your dad, and it clears from your grandfather regardless of whether they're here or not, when they go into another body at some point, if they decide to, they won't carry that guilt with them. It's so cool. Is that inherited guilt cleared? It is. So what is the next trapped emotion that would give Ashley the most impactful benefit that we can clear? Unworthy. Okay, do we need to know more about this trapped emotion of unworthy? We do. Is this Ashley's? Did she acquire this over age 20, over 30, over 25, 25, 26, 27, 28? So around age 28. Can we clear that? Yep. So we're going to clear, cleanse, and release the trapped emotion of unworthy. Trapped emotion of unworthy cleared? It is. Okay. So we're going to ask that you process this session very, very easily and very, very gently, filling you with lots of love and lots of gratitude. Am I disconnected from Ashley? No. Can I disconnect from Ashley? Am I disconnected from Ashley? Yes. So I disconnect from your energy because I don't want, I don't yeah. want us to, to be connected for, you know, forever. <laughs> Thank you. you know, we have, we both have bad days. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, did, did any of those resonate with you? Actually? Yeah. Um, you know, what's funny is that, so the first one I already Lack forgot of about, yeah, I already forgot about, um, that one was something that is something that just is recently come up in the last, yeah, in this year. So yeah. in 34 and yeah, it was, it's been something I've kind of been working on. And then um, the guilt, um, I knew immediately as you, as soon as you said that I could picture my grandfather on my dad's side. Um, yeah, I mean, just like immediately. And I was like, Oh, I know where this is leading, you know? And I actually expected you to go back farther with that than you did. But then I was like 28, you know, kind of all kind of came about the same age where these things really started coming up. And then, um, the last one unworthiness, that's something that I've, you know, really, really struggled through with, you know, depression in my life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I actually feel like that was one of the biggest shifts in my life was learning to 
define my word, my, my self-worth, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so it's something when I was 28 is where I, you know, had probably my first real shift in, in that and learned how to be with myself and feel that worthiness. And, you know, I've, it's something that I've constantly been working on every single day because it's something that's come up for me so often, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's really cool. I am like, I'm fascinated. (laughs) (laughs) You popped the Pringle top. (laughs) And it goes, it goes so much further than just emotions. Yeah. Like I said, the body code goes into your different systems, your nervous system. With my clients, I work a lot on the nervous system, the vagus nerve, and um, just their their parasympathetic, their sympathetic nervous system, clearing all of that out. But then you go into these different, like anything that you want to know, you can find out through muscle testing. Absolutely. It's just, it's like, I have, I have probably 50 different charts that I use with my clients. That is everything from what kind of shield do they need in order to stay protected? Like I have to have to make sure that I have my diamond hazmat suit on every day Yeah, because that's the type of shield that my subconscious says that I need, you know, but I have a client who, who needed to be in a yellow bubble. And that was their shield. Yeah. Um, you know, allergies to idea allergies. You can have an idea allergy to accepting money, an idea allergy to success. Right. Um, you know, I love that this word just that can go into allergy. I love that. That's yeah. like the perfect way to explain it. The allergy. Huh, yeah. I love that. So yeah, if you have an allergy to success, you might self-sabotage yourself in right. being successful. Yeah. Whether it's in a business or career or school, you know, it's, it just, it's like, it's a CVS receipt. It can just go, it can be used for anything you can think of. That's amazing. Well, and I can see even like how those, how learning something like that and applying it into my Reiki sessions would be super helpful too, because yeah you know, even what I pull and what I get and intuitively or not, you know, based off of the chakras and the centers and energies and feelings and stuff, like I can do that all day, but sometimes, you know, it's, they have to be honest with themselves. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's like, you know, when the, the tarot reader pulls the death card, you know, they panic, you know, when they see mm-hmm. their face. So they're, they're rejecting that, like, no, no, no. Right. So it just keeps coming into that cycle over and over and over again. So yeah, I think this is amazing. Um, so tell us how do we work with you? Like if we wanted to, you know, have a session with you or, um, like what, what are, do you like do coaching any, you know, I know at the beginning, <clears throat> I know that you're a, a life coach as well. So like, do you have any special programs? Like how, how do you work with your clients? So with my clients on anxiety and depression, I have a 12 week heal from within program. You get 12, 12, um, energy alignment sessions. You also get halfway through, you get a past life regression session. So I also do past life regression. Um, and during that past life regression, we can go into healing cell into self-healing the higher self will direct us what needs to be healed um and it also incorporates another 12 sessions of self-care 
meditation, how to set boundaries. Um, I have my clients read the four agreements. Um, that was one of the other books that really shifted how I thought about myself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was a good one. I just actually read that for the very first time the other day. I just finished yeah. it up, uh, a couple of weeks ago and man, I think the biggest thing I took away from it was don't take it personally. That's like my thing. Exactly. Now. Don't take it personally. Yeah. <laughs> mine was, mine was, um, my first one was be impeccable with your word. Yes. Um, because at the time when I started reading it, I was still had negative self-talk. Okay. Um, and then it was not to make assumptions. Yeah. That not to create, not to create stories. Yeah. Um, just not, not to create, create stories because usually the stories we create are not good. Right. Yeah. Um, people have a hard time creating good stories. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have this conversation with my daughter a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah, you get, you get 24 sessions, um, 12 are individual, 12 are the group, either group sessions or one-on-one. They're two different, um, price points. Um, and I've had great success with my clients in going through that program. Um, but you can find me online at designyourexistence.com. Um, all social media is at design your existence, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can, it's easy to find, even have a hashtag, hashtag design your existence and I'll come up. Awesome. I'll be sure to include all that stuff too, in the, um, description. So make sure to check that all out too. Um, well, thank you, Tina, for hopping on here today with me. And I am so excited I got to meet you and have you come and be my first podcast episode or guest speaker. Yay. <laughs> I'm excited. And for in like bringing, inspiring me to go learn emotional code now. And, um, you know, absolutely like the, the, all the shipping you popped, you popped from top. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's going to get deeper. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. so, awesome. well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. All right. Give well, Sunshines, that's all for today's podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I really hope you guys go over to the description of this podcast and check out all of Tina's, Tina's information. Until next week, catch you guys later. Peace and love.